Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others Radio Show. This is your host, Valerie Morell, and I'm excited that you're with me today. We're going to share with you a word of encouragement, a word of empowerment, a word to motivate you to live your best life now. We want you to live life purposely. So get ready, get ready, get ready to receive all that we have for you today on Empower to Empower Others. Well, greetings everyone and welcome to Empower to Empower Others radio show. This is your host, Valerie Burrell. I am so grateful to be with you this week with a word to encourage. Now, not only am I encouraging you, but I'm also encouraging me. Yes, I am. Um, And I'm sharing with you um, something that the Lord showed me um, in a flight back from vacation with my husband. Um, I was having a conversation, actually, with a coach. And we were sharing how intense things can be and, you know, how we need to often look at things as a glimpse, like it's merely a glimpse. It's a a snapshot. And sometimes when we look at the snapshot, we look at the screenshot, we look at those things. If we're not careful, we get caught up. (laughs) We get caught up. But today I want to encourage you. We want to thank our callers for being on the line with us. If you have questions or comments and you want to get in the conversation, by all means, press one and we will bring you live. I don't know. It just feels like it's been a minute since I've been here, but amen. I'm grateful. (laughs) I am grateful. I am grateful. So the scripture we're going to look at is 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 12 through 19. And the NIV, it reads this way. Dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come on you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. Rejoice inasmuch as you participate in the sufferings of Christ so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. If you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are blessed. For the spirit of glory and of God rests on you. If you suffer, it should not be as a murderer or thief or any kind of criminal or even as a meddler. However, if you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed, but praise God (laughs) that you bear that name, for it is time for judgment to begin with God's household. And if it begin with us, what will the outcome be for those who do not obey the gospel of God? And if it is hard for the righteous to be saved, what will become of the ungodly and the sinner? So then, those who suffer according to God's will should commit themselves to their faithful creator and continue to do good. Now, again, that's from 1 Peter chapter 4, verses four verses 12 through 19. What a powerful scripture 
that is. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. How powerful is that? Powerful. It's powerful. It is powerful. And I, I am encouraged because I've had moments where the snapshot, the screenshot, it got my attention. It did more than get my attention. It actually caused me to be distracted because I looked at a moment of time. I looked at an individual situation. And because I was not in the right mind frame, because I was not in the right spirit, that snapshot, that screenshot, that moment in time caused me to become discouraged because I did not consider. I didn't consider what First Peter was sharing with us, that we are actually in the midst of suffering circumstances and situations. It tells us rejoice as much as, in as much as you participate in the sufferings of Christ. I didn't consider that, my brothers and sisters. When I got discouraged, I, I honestly was not giving thought to the fact that what I'm going through should be reflective of what it is that Christ went through for each one of us. That snapshot should have only been what it was, that brief moment in time when I had an emotion, when I had a feeling, when I had a thought or something that was contrary to God's plan for my life, and I should not have allowed it to rule. Who? I shouldn't have allowed it to rule. But I think sometimes I pose the question for myself and for others, why the constant adversity? Why does it always seem like there's something going on in my life? We often see those that do wrong, seemingly. It seems like they're on easy street, like they're not running into any hard times, trials, tribulations, they seem to be doing okay all the time. But here we are living the life, doing what it is that God would have us to do according to our understanding, and adversity is constantly at our door, knocking hard. Those snapshots, those moments are causing us to say, God, what is this? Now, I know I'm saying that, and some of y'all are thinking, absolutely, Apostle Bell, you, I, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about because I've had days where I felt that way. I felt like after one thing it was another, and then after one thing it was another, and things just constantly kept going on. But let me just share with you that we have to be mindful because adversity will sometimes become one of the enemy uses to discourage us. It is. But have you ever considered, my brothers and sisters, and remember, uh, I'm talking to me too, that sometimes these trials and tribulations that happen in our lives are to get our attention, are to get us refocused, are to get us realigned, to get us in place for greater I know we know in the scripture it tells us that many, many, 
many, many are the afflictions of the righteous. But it says also that God delivers us out of them all. And that's in Psalm thirty-four, nineteen, a very familiar passage of scripture. Many are the afflictions. It happens. But sometimes we allow those very things to become that 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 situation that causes us to lose our identity, lose focus. And the Spirit of God is saying, No, come on. That was a snapshot. That was a screenshot. And most of us have, you know, cell phones, smartphones, and we can go about doing anything. And in a moment's time, we can capture a picture. And as soon as we capture that picture, some of us, like me, like my husband posted some pictures of me on Facebook today that I don't think are very favorable, but they've got it now that I can't even go on there and delete the picture. I don't like the way it looks. I would have preferred to look a different way. I didn't look happy. And I was actually having a good time. But that snapshot captures something that would cause somebody who wasn't there to think, hmm, she must not have been happy. Now, if I didn't know and if I wasn't secure and if my husband didn't know and those who were with me weren't sure, they could say the same thing. Cannot afford to allow our witness to cause someone else to be distracted. Somebody could be so well, somebody was so caught up in the fact that I wasn't smiling on my picture that they called me and said, how dare you look like that on that picture? And I said, I didn't like the picture. That didn't, it wasn't descriptive of the moment. It was a snapshot. It was caught. It was, and I didn't erase it. See, when we take the pictures ourselves, we have the ability to delete it, to erase it. God has that same power with us, that when we have those snapshot moments, those screenshot moments, those captures that happen in our lives that are sometimes by the hand of the enemy, sometimes by our own decision makings, and then again, sometimes by the hand of God because he desires to redirect our path, we have to notice it for what it is and do what Psalm thirty-four nineteen says. Can't, we can't be moved by the affliction. Because we are the righteousness of God, the righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. And that's the NIV version. Don't get discouraged by that snapshot in time. Don't get discouraged by the real. Because, you know, we'll do these little short movies. We'll do these little 30-second clips. And it might capture a moment. You might see something that you don't understand. You might see something that's uncomfortable. It's just that moment, and it will pass. But God is saying stay focused. Stay focused on your relationship with him. Stay focused on what it is the Spirit of God is saying for you. And then ask him, if you're uncertain, God, why? This affliction, why this adversity, why does it appear that these things are constantly happening? God, what is going on? Ask the Spirit. Father, these things are happening, and I need to know, I would like to know, if these are from you or are these consequences? Are you realigning me, or is this chastisement because you love me? Can I get clarity? 
so that I can move from this point and not allow this affliction and this adversity to get me in a space and place where I'm not being appreciative and understanding that this is another opportunity, another opportunity for me to rejoice as I am participating in the suffering of Christ. I'm going to go back and read that scripture again in 1 Peter 4, 12 through 19. In the NIV, it says, dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come on you to test you. Don't, don't be surprised. If we are who we say we are, we're living our lives for Christ. We are the living epistles being read of men. First Peter says, don't even be surprised that the fiery ordeals are going to come. They're going to come to test you. They are. They're going to come to see if you really are who you say you are, or are you one of those who has a form of godliness and no power? Who are you? Are you a true witness for the kingdom? Oh, it has come on you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. But verse 13 says, rejoice in as much as you participate in the sufferings of Christ so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. Hallelujah. When his glory is revealed. And if you're like me, there's some days, when I don't see it, <laughs> I don't see it. I don't see his glory being revealed, but I promise you, my brothers and sisters, that it will be revealed if we would just hold on and hold out, trying to get our attention, if we would just continue to listen, to discern, to hold on to his unchanging end, he is going to see us through. Many are the afflictions, but he delivers us out of them all. He will deliver us out of the snapshot, the screenshot, the the real. He'll deliver us out of all of those circumstances and situations. He'll reveal the truth of why it's even taking place in our lives. We just have to be careful not to get overcome and not to get discouraged when these moments happen. I'm grateful to God today. I'm grateful that I have tenacity. Yes, I do. I can say that today. I'm grateful that I have endurance that's far greater than anything that I've lived to this point in my life. I'm enduring like a good soldier. I'm accepting the fight. I understand the spiritual warfare that, that comes and goes. I have to be steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that my labor is not in vain. I cannot fear. For God has not given me a spirit of fear, but that of power, love, and a sound mind. I have to be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, steadfast and unmovable, always, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Why? Because I'm a witness. (laughs) Why? Because when these things happen, when these afflictions are taking place in my life, I have to remember, just like you, my brother and sister, we have to rejoice. Because we are participating in the sufferings of Christ. And we know that Christ loved us so much so that he gave his life for us. And as we continue to live our lives as the witness, others are watching us and saying, you know what? I watched them them go through that. 
I watched them endure. I watched affliction. I watched adversity. I watched all these things show up at their door, and they kept going. They were like the Energizer Bunny. They just kept going and kept going. How? It was by, by the, the Lord, the Lord being on my side, the Lord being my strength, my buckler, my shield, the Lord being my everything that empowers me to keep moving forward for me to recognize the truth of why these things happened and to make sure that I don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged. To the ones that are listening to me now and the ones that may be listening to me later, my brothers and sisters, don't get discouraged by the light affliction. Don't get discouraged by the adversity that's going to take place. It's going to. But be mindful who you are, whose you are, and that when we go through, it's for God's glory and his praise, that when people see us on the other side of through, they'll say, my God, whew, I know God had his hand on her. I know God had his hand on him. Oh, I know God did that. And we want to agree and say yes and amen if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side. I could honestly say I don't know where I'd be. But because he is, I am willing to see all that I need to see, experience whatever it is I need to be experiencing in order for him to be glorified. In First Peter 4.14, it says, if you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are blessed for the spirit of glory and of God rests on you. <laughs> if you suffer. It should not be as a murderer or thief or any other kind of criminal or even a meddler. However, if you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed, but praise God that you bear that name. Praise God that you bear that name. Don't be ashamed, my brothers and sisters, if you're going through. Don't be ashamed. Don't hold your head down. Keep your head up, your shoulders back. Continue to press into God. Continue to call on the name of Jesus because he's not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. He's always going to be right there. He just wants you to know today that you can't get discouraged by snapshots. You can't get discouraged by a moment in time. It's only a test. He wants to know. Daddy wants to know how you're managing, if you're able to endure. And just like Daddy wants to know, the enemy wants to know as well. Are you what you say you are? Or are you murmuring and complaining? Are you wavering? Do you lack faith? It's only a test. Only a test. Don't get discouraged. And if you have been, come on, let's get joy. Let's get joy, joy, joy. Songwriter said, this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me and the world can't take it away. Let's rejoice. Rejoice in as much as you participate in the sufferings of Christ. 
so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. And it will that one thing I do know. I pray that this message has empowered you. It has certainly empowered and strengthened me for the days ahead. We invite you to join us again next week for another empowering message. Until then, we say love and blessings to each one of you, and we encourage you every day do something to empower yourself. And once you've been empowered, take the responsibility to empower someone else. God bless you all.